Hello. If you're able to, please close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Relax your shoulders. Unclench your jaw. Take another deep breath in. And another breath out. You can open your eyes now. My name is David, and welcome to Mindful Moments. How is everyone today? I hope you're well. I am very well, thank you. The sun is shining, so I'm in a very good mood. I'm trying this year to enjoy winter more than I usually do. Usually I struggle very much during the winter, and I've lived in the UK my entire life. And this year, as winter was coming round, and I could feel my mood start to dip again, I just thought there's no way I've lived here all my life and every year I still really let myself get sad and despair every time winter comes around. I really need to try just give myself a little bit of a kick up the backside and find things I enjoy about winter, focus on those things and manage the things I don't enjoy. So I don't enjoy the fact that it gets dark early. I do enjoy the coziness of the evenings. So I've got some new lighting to try and make myself a little bit happier during the evenings. I don't enjoy the fact that it's cold, but I do enjoy fleeces, knitwear, jumpers. So I'm really trying to take joy in the fact that I can protect myself against the cold and enjoy snuggling myself into said fleeces and jumpers and knitwear and using blankets at home, etc., to make myself cozy. And it's actually working. I think even more than the actual things I'm doing, the fact that I've resolved myself to try and enjoy winter more and the fact that I'm actually acting on that, I've told myself I'm going to do it and I'm acting on it. Those things are really making me feel a lot better. That said, it's early days. January will be the real test of how strong my resolve is. January is when winter really begins. However, for now, we're doing great. Everything's going fine. At the beginning of this episode, I would like to make a small announcement that next week's episode so Monday, the 11th of December, that episode will be the last one of 2023. We will return on the 1st of January, 2024, which is a Monday. How satisfyingly serendipitous is it that the first day of 2024 is a Monday? How wonderful is that? I have to return on that day. But until that point, I am going on a mini hiatus. It hurts me to say The word sorry is on the tip of my tongue, but I will not say it because that will go against the entire message of this week's episode. Every time I change my plans, I always feel like apologizing to you because I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you so much for listening. And I always want to offer you the best possible. In this case right now, in order to continue to offer you the best possible, I need to give my mind a break. This is my busiest time of year, generally, work-wise. And I'm blessed enough that I've actually started working on a couple of very big projects for next year already. 
And that just means that I'm stretched quite thin at the moment. My capacity is quite limited. And when looking at my to-do list every week, I've again been in one of those cycles where I think, just got to get through this week. Then next week, everything will calm down. And then next week comes. And I think, got to get through this week. And next week, everything will calm down, etc. And I've realized that really the answer is to take things off my to-do list and to do certain things later when I would rather have done them now. But if I'm honest with myself, if I want to do everything to the level that I usually do it, I have to take a couple of things off my to-do list. This podcast has been one of the most unexpected joys of this year. I was so nervous and reluctant to start it. Even I'd say for about the first 10 to 15 episodes, I would really struggle even to put it out because it's quite a nerve wracking thing talking about how I feel every week, but really the community we have has made it the biggest, the biggest joy to make, to do, to even, I'm so happy right now sitting here talking and knowing that this is going to go out to you and you're going to listen to it. That, that, that is so wonderful. And I couldn't have foreseen that this would be the case. So I'm so grateful. So, so grateful, which is why it hurts me so much to take a break, but I need to, I really do need to. Earlier this year in March, I took my first holiday in maybe 18 months. And I was really a breaking point at that point. I went away with my partner and it was amazing. But whilst on holiday, I just really, again, made a resolution to just not to get so close to burnout again. I think that I, I just thought there's no reason for you to be so exhausted. I always, I do push myself a lot and I continue to push and push and push. And I always feel like if I don't feel like I can't possibly do anymore, I'm not doing enough. And that's quite an unhealthy mindset that I'm really trying to unlearn and work on. And sometimes that has to come out in tangible ways. So as I said, I love making this podcast. I love making it every week, but really to put my money where my mouth is, I need to give myself a little break from this to show that I do value my well-being enough to make sure I can give myself a break from things I love when I'm tired and then come back to them even better. That's a little bit long-winded. All of that to say, a break from next week's episode, episode 25, and then we will return on the 1st of January for a second beginning. Lovely. Thank you very much. That leads very nicely into what I want to talk about today, actually. I want to talk about changing plans and how changing plans can so often feel like a failure or a setback, but really it's a recalibration. And we should always be flexible enough and humble enough to be able to change our plans. I am someone who loves to plan ahead. I love to plan ahead. I love to plan for the next three, six, 12 months and think about what things are going to look like if I start them now. If I do this consistently in three months, it's going to look like this. Six months, it's going to look like this. And I'm very attached to my plans. I love to stick to a plan. Something I've really had to learn in the last few years of my life specifically is how to change plans and feel okay about changing plans. Changing plans is something that I can do because in life, I feel we're forced to do that. A lot of the time when we make plans, it's according to our hypothetical perfect circumstances, but none of us can predict the future. So quite often you will have to change elements at least of a plan as time passes and as things go along and as circumstances change. I've never felt very good doing that though. I don't enjoy it at all. I will change a plan if I have to, but I don't like it. I don't like it when I plan for a certain thing to go a certain way and I have to change it. 
And I've really been trying to dig into the reasons why. I think one of the main reasons is that I've talked before in life about how in life I've really been, I feel like I've always been looking for a feeling of stability. And obviously change is kind of the opposite of stability. So when things change, things feel a little bit more unstable and that unsettles me a lot. I think another reason is I sometimes feel embarrassed, especially if other people have known what my plans are. I feel embarrassed when I have to change a plan. I'm not necessarily someone who tells everyone everything I'm planning, but even when, say, I've said to my partner, I'm going to do a certain thing at this time, and then I don't do it, I feel embarrassed. I feel like I, I haven't stuck to my word or like I'm, I look like I've overestimated my own abilities, etc. And that I realized was a big issue with perception. I worry about how people will look at me, how people will view me if I change plans. I, when I was growing up, was really taught to, to stick to my word, to be someone who follows through on what I say. And I realized that in my own head, I've made that such a big thing that I've almost seen the opposite as a moral failing. If I don't stick to the things I say I'm going to do under any circumstance or rather under every circumstance, if I don't stick to the things I say I'm going to do, I failed in some way. And I've let somebody down somewhere, which really isn't the case. Part of my first steps to healing that thought process and to changing that thought process is realizing that if I change a plan, nobody actually cares as much as I think they do, especially if it's small things. Like, I mean, when I say I have an issue with changing plans, I literally mean if I say I'm going to go to the gym at six and I go at seven, I feel bad about it. I don't like that. I feel bad about that. I feel like I've somehow gone back on my word or I've changed what I've, what I've, what I've said I was going to do. And that makes me a bad person. I've done something wrong for doing that, which I know is irrational, but that doesn't change the feeling. And the only way to change an irrational feeling is to confront it and to look at it and realize why you feel like that. So yeah, I think because I have such or place such great importance on following through on my word and sticking to plans and because I want life to feel stable, I really struggle to change plans when I plan to do certain things. Taking this break until the new year on this podcast I had said I want to do an episode every single Monday without fail. And even that phrasing, without fail, means that if I don't do a podcast every single Monday, I failed somehow. And that's really not a healthy or good way to look at things. I'm really proud of myself, by the way, saying this, because I'm realizing how much my thought process has changed since this time last year, even. If I was having this problem this time last year, where I was too tired to carry on this podcast, I had too many things going on, then I would have just pushed myself until something, something fell apart somewhere else. It might not have been a thing that was publicly visible, but it would have been something that probably would have harmed me a lot more. And so I'm very pleased with myself that I'm able to recognize when I need to change a plan. And I actually feel relatively okay about it. I don't feel amazing. I'll be very honest, but I feel okay enough to follow through with it and to know that as long as I keep doing this for myself, it will get easier to do. Being able to change plans and be flexible is a great sign of strength and even more, th more than that, a great sign of pragmatism. Being pragmatic is essential to well-being, I feel. There is always an ideal and there is always what's realistic. And a lot of the time I feel like I'm too attached to the ideal. I feel like I've set this plan I want things to go this way. I've envisioned things going this way so strongly. 
so strongly that I'm acting on this plan that I put in action. And to change anything about that, I'm so reluctant to because it feels like I failed in some way. But being pragmatic is how we continue, is how we keep going. Being pragmatic, being flexible, being able to change things according to the circumstances that happen around us is how we keep things going. One of the big things I feel like I've had to do is kind of put my ego to the side in that regard. I am not all powerful. There are limits to the things that I can do and there are limits to the things I can accomplish, especially if I'm not taking care of myself properly. And sometimes when those limits become apparent, I want to stick my head in the sand or just try and push past them as if they don't exist rather than listening to myself and listening to what I need all in the name of completing a plan and doing something exactly the way I said I was going to do it. And especially this year, I've learned that really that I feel is is, is, is arrogance a little bit to some extent. It's I am so much bigger and so much better than all my circumstances and everything going on around me that I can do anything I want any of the time. And it's really not. We need to work with and exist with the circumstances around us. And that sometimes means being flexible to allow things to happen naturally rather than being rigid and unmoving until we break. Something that's flexible can bend and can adapt. Something that stays rigid, even when there's great force pushing against it, will snap. And I don't want to snap. I don't want to snap, frankly. I feel very happy being intact. So sometimes I need to be flexible. And there's no shame to that. There's no embarrassment to that. It's not a failure to change a plan. It's not a failure to recalibrate when things aren't going the way that we expected. When I plan, I have the ideal outcome in my head. So I'll plan, things will happen, and I'll review the plan. The best feeling ever is when everything is going to plan. Slightly less good is when things are going exactly to plan, but the plan is still viable. The sinking feeling and the disappointment comes when you review the plan and you realize the plan is not working. And in that moment is where I have a choice. I can be flexible. I can be pragmatic. I can take care of myself. Or I can be rigid and unmoving. See if the plan will work with reduced odds and try and ride my luck. And really, it doesn't make sense to ride my luck when there are other options available. Really, the only thing that's standing in the way, as I said, is my own ego, or my own desire or attachment to that fixed outcome that I had in my head in the first place. You know, I'm very into my fitness and into my gym, into my daily exercise. The only time I've ever been injured because of the gym was in the first year I'd ever started going to the gym. So let's throw it back to 2017. I used to go and work out with one of my closest friends where we lived close together. We would push each other in the gym. That's what's good about having a gym partner sometimes. You push each other. And there was a little bit of competition there, but healthy competition. Kind of you lift this weight. Okay, I want to get to this weight too. And there was one, we were doing cable flies on the machine. And I'd said to myself, I'm going to do four sets of 12 of this exercise. And the weight I'd used was too heavy. It was too heavy. And in the first set of four, I could feel a strain on my shoulder. And I said to myself, I said I was going to do four sets of 12. I'm going to do four sets of 12. Even worse was the fact that someone was watching me do this. So I insisted to myself, I'm going to do four sets of 12. And my friend, unbeknownst to me, was feeling the exact same thing. 
but wasn't telling me either for all the reasons I wasn't telling him. So here we were, suffering through this exercise, suffering through these sets, finished, and we had to cut our workout short because we'd hurt, we'd hurt ourselves. We'd hurt ourselves by insisting on pushing this weight when it was too heavy, and we were doing the exercise wrong anyway. And then we couldn't train for about a week because we had to heal. And that's what happens if you force a plan, if you stick to a plan that's not working and push yourself through it and just insist everything's going to be okay at the end, it's all going to be fine when the outcome is what it is. You hurt yourself, then you had to take a break, then you had to heal. All that time could have been saved if you'd just been flexible at the time and realized that the weight's too heavy, I'm pushing too hard, it's too much, I don't actually need to do things this way, I can do them differently. And do you know what the irony is of sticking to a plan when it's not working and forcing it through? The irony is the outcome then isn't even going to be what you envisioned in the first place. If I have a plan and I have an outcome that I want from that plan, I start on the plan and the plan isn't going to plan. Things aren't going the way I thought they would. And I refuse to change. What my circumstances then do to me on the rest of that journey means that when I arrive at the outcome that I thought I wanted in the first place, the outcome isn't going to look like I wanted it to. And I'm not going to be the same as I was when I made that plan. I'm going to be damaged in some way from the fact that I've stuck to something that wasn't good for me. And so I'm not even going to be able to receive the outcome in the way that I should be able to. So really, forcing myself to stick to plans that aren't going to work or aren't working for me, pushing myself through that for no good reason, is harmful in all areas and doesn't even bring the fruits that I thought it would at the end. So, what do we do about it? Firstly, recognize that being flexible is a real strength. Being pragmatic is a real strength. Changing your plans and being humble enough to acknowledge and accept that something isn't working and to change is a real strength. I admire so much or I most admire people who are able to change their minds and change their plans. I think it's an incredible thing to be able to do and it takes real humility. And it's also something that helps us to grow massively. As I said, if I have a plan and a fixed outcome and something I want to happen, this journey is gonna take me away that I can envision. Changing and being flexible and going down a different path will add to me in ways that I couldn't have envisioned. I will grow in ways that I couldn't have seen. Sometimes it's exactly what I need, actually. What I'd planned for myself wouldn't actually affect me in the way I think it would. And sometimes the change and adaptation to my circumstances helps me to grow in ways that I didn't think it would. As I said, it took me a long time to start this podcast and I was resistant to it for a while. I really wanted to carry on doing kind of a short form version of what I'm doing now. And when I changed my plans and decided, you know what, let me try and do a podcast. The ways I've grown have been unbelievable. The ways I've grown as a creator, my editing skills, even just being able to sit and talk for a certain amount of time, being able to be open about the things I feel has been absolutely amazing. I've grown so much in that. I used to feel a real... Guilt is the wrong word. It used to be very difficult, for lack of a better word. It used to be very difficult for me to talk about how I feel. And even now, sometimes when I edit back these episodes, I think, oh, wish I hadn't said that, wish I hadn't talked about that. But I put it out anyway. And all that helps me to grow. Because when you push through your fears and the sky doesn't fall in, is when you realize, ah, okay, 
there's actually nothing to be scared of here. So I've grown massively in that regard. And that's what happens when you change your plans and when you go down the route that you didn't think you go down, when you embark on these new journeys, it adds to you, you grow. As I said, the people I respect most are the people who are able to be humble, to be flexible, to change. And when you respect someone in something else, when you respect something in someone else, quite often, it's very easy to feel like you can't have it yourself. I can name a list of people who I look up to in a certain regard and sometimes think, I'm not sure I could do that. I'm not sure I could be like that. But one of the wonderful things I feel about having communities and being able to see people do things and having examples is that we are all human beings. Yes, some people are predisposed towards certain things or some people are have natural talents in certain areas and all that kind of stuff. But whenever you see someone accomplish something or someone able to do something, especially when it comes to something emotional, it's evidence that it's possible. If someone else can do it, then I can do it too. That's how I feel, especially, as I said, when it comes to emotional things. So if someone is able to be humble and flexible, if someone's able to detach themselves from outcomes in order to put themselves on new paths and new journeys, the people I respect who are at a point in their journey where they look like at least they can do that easily, is encouragement for me because it might not be easy for me to do now. It might be very difficult for me to do. But the only way to get better at anything difficult is to practice it and to do it. And as I said, if they can do it and they can get to a point where they're good at it, I can do it and I can get to a point where I'm good at it. One of the great things as well, all the principles and all the things that I think I've talked about in all these episodes, one of the really nice things is that no one's expecting us to be amazing at these things right now. Sometimes I'll read something or listen to something and it's the first time I've heard of a certain concept. And I'm 25. If I hear about something for the first time at 25, I'm not expecting myself to be amazing at it. I know that it's going to take a lot of practice and a lot of time to learn a certain principle, to take on, to really see it show up in my day-to-day -day life. But I'm not in a rush. I live my life every day and the days where God's grace keep coming. So I don't have to be perfect at these things now, but I do have to try. And so I really am and will try. I'm going to try very hard to be okay with changing my plans. It's something that I can do. I know I can change my plans and I'm capable of it. I want to feel okay doing it. I want to feel good doing it. Have you ever heard the difference between can I and may I? Or did you ever have an adult in your life? I had a, a teacher once who, if he'd ever say, can I go to the toilet? I don't know, can you? Very irritating, but can, is a question of ability. May is a question of mission. I know I can change my plans. I want to feel like I may. I want to feel like I'm able to. I want to feel like I can change my plans at any time and things are going to be okay. I know that if I change my plans, everyone's going to be okay with it. When I tell everybody, when I tell you, I'm going to take a brief break, a brief hiatus from this and come back to it in January. I know it's going to be okay. That's why I'm insisting on not saying sorry because there's nothing to apologize for. I'm changing my plans according to what my circumstances are. And I really need, or I want to get to a point where I feel okay with that. And I believe I will get to a point where I feel okay with that. Even just having talked about this general concept for the last few minutes, I feel much better about it already, let alone me acting on it. And then in January, seeing the benefits of it, that will really add to the good feeling that I have. So 
changing plans, being pragmatic, being flexible, being humble, all super important, all things I'm very much working on and things I'm very grateful that I can talk about. I'm very grateful to you for listening. It's okay to change your plans. If things aren't working for you, do something different. No one's judging you. It's going to be okay. And this new journey will bring things that you couldn't have foreseen. We should be so attached to outcomes that we harm ourselves in the present for what we think an outcome will be. It's okay to take care of ourselves. It's the right thing to do to take care of ourselves. It's good to change your plans. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening. And whatever you're doing this week, I hope you have a wonderful one.